This is FNMMA with Jeremy Morris and Josh Linus. I am Josh Linus. He is finally... Jeremy Morris. I've always been Jeremy Morris, but I'm just back. In the state of North Dakota, not in California anymore, unfortunately for you. Um, Unfortunately for me, I'm just not in California with you to do this. That would be even better. Um, And not really. I like... Yeah. I'm glad to be back, man. I'm glad to be back. If you lived there, you'd be (laughs) glad to be there. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Uh, UFC 235 is coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's uh, already tomorrow. John Jones is fighting again. Uh, Anthony... Lionheart Smith is his next victim. It should it should seem, uh, but there this is a hell of a card. This is going to be awesome. Right. The, the the entire card, basically top to bottom, uh, is going to be lights out. We have two title fights and another. We have the uh, um, the Ben Askren's very first fight, and he's fighting the ruthless Robbie Lawler. And the, so the, we're guaranteed three lights out fights, and that isn't that has not <clears throat> excuse me has nothing to do with uh, the the all of the other fights, the prelims and all the other fights on the main card. So it's gonna be yeah, dude. This is gonna be sick. Yeah, um, even even if you look down at the early prelim prelims, uh, right in the middle there. Uh, well, I don't. I guess I don't know if this is the order that they're going to go in, but uh, the women's bantamweight, uh, Gianna Mizani, uh, looks, I can't see looks really good. Uh, she looks like a really good, good um, fighter coming up. And she is fighting, um, I'm going to slaughter her last name. I think it's uh, Macy Kieson. It's I, probably Chasen. I still can't see it. So it, it's okay. Macy Chasen, the tough 28 winner uh, from the yeah, women, from the women's side. Uh, yeah. Um, Gina Mazzani, obviously. She lost to uh, Lena Landsberg, um, but that is uh, Lena Landsberg um, and Sarah McMahon. Two, fi- two people that she has... Um, Already faced, she lost to. She has she has wins in the UFC, but um, she's uh, like she's young. Yeah, she she's like very much. Those are two fighters that she yeah. should lose to. Or not right young, away. not necessarily young, but um, she hasn't been fighting for a long time. Right. Uh, I'm I'm very excited to see that. But uh, you skip to the prelims and holy shit, just lights welterweight. Out. Diego Stancers and Mickey Gall. Icky, dude. This that is going to be a, fucking nasty brawl is what that's going to be. Oof. Oof. Somebody's going none nah, nah. Diego Sanchez. How many fights has he had in the UFC? I, I, I don't even remember offhand. It's it's a lot, though. I don't, he's had a lot, though. All I don't, these people that, that I'm remembering from those days, it's, there's a new breed coming in. Uh, Mickey Gall represents that. Definitely. Sure. But... Diego Sanchez, he's he's this guy that you look back and like, you never wanted to bet against him on any fight. I ever. would never and, bet against. I still wouldn't. Right, and he, he's always just been like, he's fought a lot of top tier guys, and he he's lost most of the fights against the very top tier fighters. But he when he, he it's 
It's unfortunate for him that when he's fighting the top tier guys, it's when they are fucking just on fire and just something happens. But if you want to see a lights out fight, he brings the best out in his opponents. God damn right. I think. Well, they they have to fucking fight. Yeah, he makes them brawl. He makes them just have to wear down, and it's a yeah, it's a. Do you have to kill him or... It's a sprint with Diego Sanchez. Yeah. He's going to make even Even if you go all three rounds, you're sprinting all three rounds. Yeah. And if you can't hang, if if you're not trained, you know, you're not trained well enough to uh, handle that, fuck, man, he's going to drag you in deep water and kill you. And he's going to try and kill you right away, actually. You know what I mean? He comes out swinging. He comes at you. He puts pressure on you. He's going to... You're in for a long night against Diego Sanchez, but he's beatable. He's just oh yeah, it's, he, it, it's a it's I mean, a tough fight. He's, he's just <laughs> he's an exciting fighter to watch too. So there's that. That uh, is amazing. Um, Cody Salmon, Alejandro Perez. That should be a hell of a good fight. Um, what is Stamen's record here? Let's see. He lost his last fight. I hate this new. I hate your new website, UFC. I oh really no, shit! Do. Wow, it makes you work too much, man. I've never it's seen. A, I've never. This is the first time I've seen uh, uh, the new. Yeah, the new website. The new so. website. I understand what they were trying to do. Ah, there it is. Six and two. Six, no, six knockouts, two wins, nine wins by decision. Um, where's his? Is he undefeated? I don't think he is. Why don't they have... He's fighting at a Grand Rapids, Michigan? Wow, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, it's oh, I'm, that they don't I've, I've never seen this guy fight. Oh, really? Uh-uh. He, I'm sure you have. You just don't remember. I, well, that's possible. But yeah, he lost Alzheimer's. Oh, you know, they have? you know what? I, yes, I have seen him fight. Okay, I'm sorry. But... Okay, and that's the reason that I just now remember that is because I did remember him being from Grand Grand Rapids, Michigan, because that's a huge fighting town. And I mean, it's a small city, but a big town. There's his record. Way the fuck up there. He's uh, 17 2. 17 2? Yes. Yeah, dude, Grand Rapids is a mean fucking place. That's where my uh, Uncle Terry is from. My uh, Well, not from. He's from here, but he had moved there. That's where my uh, my cousins Adam and Anna Trove grew up. And yeah, I've heard a lot of fucked up stories about fights Grand there. Grand Rapids, Michigan, yeah. It's a, I've heard it's a, lot, a tough town yeah, as well. It's fighting town there, dude. Alejandro Perez, um, number 13 in the bantamweight. That, that's definitely going to be a good fight. Coming off a win, you're, you're going to have probably two people that stand and bang. Perez has probably a little bit more more advantage probably on the ground, I would say. Uh, but this is most likely going to stay on the, on the feet. Until somebody isn't on their feet anymore. Yeah. if uh, I actually think this will probably end up in a decision. I don't think either of these guys have that much... I mean, I've never seen granted, either they, of them. They both have knockouts, but I, I, I don't know. God, Cody Stamen's they got both some have, traps they on both him. Holy fuck, have, man. They both also have uh, very good chins, is the 
main thing to me. And then we go to the first light heavyweight bout, and that's uh, uh, Karkunov versus uh, the newcomer, Johnny Walker. Holy shit, this guy is like... This guy is insane. Dude, he, he, he looks lights out. It, like, he's been he, fighting great. Um, it, fighting against a guy like Misha is a perfect... This is a perfect fight for for his debut, you know what I mean? He, this is a perfect fight for him to come in and fucking kick somebody's ass. But His top 15 first... first I think r- this is his first top 15. Right, right. I mean, he's, what, 2-0? and Yeah. Just... But M- Misha's out. a guy that... Uh, that uh, he, the motherfucker bangs. So this is a perfect fight for him. Yeah, round three and then with that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's in, insanely exciting to watch. He's 16 and 3 in his career, his overall MMA. 2 and 0 oh in his UFC career. But yeah, this and he's got a fucking kick-ass name, Johnny Walker. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah the the li- lights out uh, performance of the night both times in the UFC um, came by way of Dana White's Contender Series Brazil. Uh, just wow, he is exciting to watch even uh, after he wins. <laughs> Flips around and dances and one of those guys does the worm and shit like that. He's they, just, yeah, I love all of the guys that are like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I this is entertainment, and I like yeah. when you win a fucking fight. I want you to be excited about it, man. I want I want to see that. God damn, you're out there. I mean, this guy's trying to kill you. You're trying to kill him. When you win a fucking fight, you should be. Jumping around, dancing, doing whatever you got to do. Backflips out the cage. Fuck yeah. Love it. Then we get to, uh, I guess, the the main event of the prelims, which is on, which are on ESPN. Uh, and that is uh, the little heathen, Jeremy Stevens, versus Zabit Magomed Shirapov. God, you did that well. Uh, this guy. I'm going to call him Zabit. Uh, yeah, it's, it's what I would call him, too. <laughs> I think that's what most people call him. Probably even his mom. <laughs> well, but, I mean, I, I would assume well, when, when he was a kid, she, she he probably got in trouble. says it correctly. Right. Well, no, I, I think I think you I think you pronounce his last name right, but I, yeah, I would I'm assume sure it's, I'm sure it's pronounced some other way. In in oh, possibly, yeah. but he's probably got like six names too. Yeah. You don't you don't know. It's not a uh, racial but, fucking deal, but when he was a kid, I would assume that when his mom got really pissed at him, she was like, Zabit, blah, 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 and then Magomed I think she was like, I think his mom probably was like, Zabit, you want to get beat? Could be. And he was dude. like, nope. Don't want to get beat from the mom. <laughs> Nobody wants to get beat by their mom. That's I wonder if he wants to get beat up by uh, Jeremy Heathen Stevens. I'm, I'm pretty sure he doesn't, and <laughs> I don't think he will. No, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, Lil Ethan is fucking a great fighter, but Sabit is just, his wrestling is just wrestling, too good. Exactly. And I think he'll, he'll much like, uh, much like uh, Habib did to Connor, he'll smother him and probably get a submission would be my guess. 
I, I don't. I'm gonna agree with Zavid, you. Zavid seems like to go for submissions. He doesn't seem to go for the ground and pound as much as uh, some wrestlers do. He's so skilled on the ground, though. I mean, yeah, he, yeah he, he's got he's got so many ways that he can tap you out, and that's why you know he he's so confident, and that's why he doesn't go for the ground and pound. He, he's a very confident confident uh, wrestler and grappler. Um, thing about Jeremy Stevens is. You know what? That was a good analogy. They could be even Conor McGregor because Jeremy Stevens fights an awful lot like McGregor. He he doesn't quite he's have he's, he, is, he doesn't uh, quite have the the, the striking ability per se as McGregor. But he he's up yeah. there. He, he's gonna knock he's you like out if he's style, gonna beat you. Not, right, yeah, not right. necessarily the. But he's gonna he's gonna definitely try to knock Zabit out, and that. That's what he's going to go for. Zabit's going to take him to the ground if he can. We're going to see what happens. But I would agree with you. Uh, my money would be on Zabit. I wonder what the odds are for these. Uh, we haven't. That's that's. Yeah, I've, I've been another thing that let's see what their. Uh, I've been really less. What their prepared. website does for their odds here. It says odds. I clicked on it. Usually I'm a lot more prepared and I have these things in front of me, but I just I, me too, I'm not I, prepared. I, well, I used to be. I, I've I've. Uh, Decided that I don't need to prepare as much. Yeah. <laughs> it gets to be a lot of work. Where the fuck? Yeah. Thank you for your website. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just so much USC. scrolling and clicking. You can't just be well, like, no, you bam, click on bam. odds and you look for something and there's no, I don't see any odds anywhere. Like here, here's the, the next fight. This is the first fight on the pay-per-view no love, Cody Garbrandt versus Pedro Munoz, the young Punisher. Uh, Garbrandt eleven and two. Uh, Munoz is seventeen and three. Garbrandt coming off of the loss, obviously two losses to uh, Tody, er, TJ Dillashaw. Tody sounds good. Tody. That's a cool Tody. name too, actually. Tody. He should start. TJ Tody. <laughs> totally is a snake in the grass. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> well, we, uh, we just recently lost to Henry Cejudo in the uh, flyweight, which Delashaw, that was just stupid. That stirred some shit up, man. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can find some odds on these guys. Cody Garbrandt. Um, was 11 and 0 before he ran into Dillashaw, and he yeah. just fucking couldn't either time. I mean, my money was on Garbrandt is, the first time for sure, but just how awesome Dillashaw looked against him. There, I wasn't been against Dillashaw again. And then when uh, Dillashaw went to fight Henry Cejudo, I honestly didn't know how that fight was going to go. Um, Dillashaw had to drop another weight class, which was just a ridiculous weight cut. But, yeah. but, well, he had Dillash to cut muscle. He had to cut muscle. He, he was already all muscle. Absolutely, and um, I'm not going to give him any excuses because I don't think T.J. Dillashaw is the type of guy who wants to use that for an excuse. He want he did want to use uh, something else for an excuse <laughs> in that fight, but I, I, I don't think he would ever blame his weight cut. I mean, unless it really oh, did do something. I don't, so. I don't think it. I mean, but I think that I think that took a lot out of him and takes a lot of his power away. Sure, and now. Everything's all fucking crazy because, as far as I was concerned, uh, 
we were going to have Cody Garbrandt was going to be a champion fucking eight months ago or ten or a year ago or whenever that first Dillashaw fight was. You know, like, I, yeah, I thought Cody was, Garbrandt, he was running through everything. his title, yeah. And... Nope. Here, we, here we got, uh, he's uh, up against a guy that uh, is a submission guy. So, but according to their website here, he has 100% takedown defense. Against a guy that's only got 21% takedown accuracy. So, um, I mean, he does have he does have knockouts as well. So he does have he's not he's not just a submission specialist. He's a, a well-rounded fighter, but can I mean, is Cody Garbrandt the guy that uh, is DC to? T.J. Dillashaw's John Jones, where he that's the guy he can't get past, maybe? I mean... It, it might be. The fact that he had two fights right, two quick fights, he's kind of fucked. Yes. As and far, it stirred everything as, up, and it did push him way down for whatever reason. Well, because I mean, I mean, simply being that, like I said, T.J. Dillashaw goes and fucking loses to Cejudo. Now that makes Cody Garbrandt's stock move yeah. further down. I mean, he's still he's still the number two bantamweight, but you still got to win fights. the The likelihood of a of a third fight with TJ is pretty slim. At oh, least, it's very at least slim. Any, unless he just rolls through four fight win streak, something like that. Five fight win streak. wins very convincingly, and then calls TJ out. And he's going to have to really drag that fight out of uh, the UFC. And I, I just don't see it. I, like you said, that that's tough for him to ever fight him again because he got beat convincingly twice. Yeah, it, it's um, I, I don't know what, what you do there with him. Uh, he is obviously behind uh, Marlon Marias, who will probably get the next title shot if it's not Cejudo getting the next title. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. That's kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, he's just – that's the only guy he's behind. And what if he ends up fighting Marias after after Munoz? If, if he beats Munoz, first of all, which isn't a, a guarantee. Well, there's no pushover, no. Uh, this is that's fucking, for sure. This is not a done deal. I mean, I mean this is two top tens fighting. You definitely and who knows where Cody Garbrandt's head is at right now. I mean – you, you can watch the hype and you can watch his, uh, you know. Is he more is he more focused than ever or is he, le- you know. Is he going to be is, able is to. Is he down on himself after right. two losses? I mean, yeah. hey, That's... hey, but there most, I, I mean, I would say what most fighters usually say is it's like. 20% physical and 80% mental, or you can give them 30% physical, 70% mental. Don't get me wrong. These are world-class fucking athletes. But it's more mental because when some, when, when you start all, losing them. All these fighters are, are in amazing physical shape. Yeah. And they weigh the same, pretty much. Yeah. So if you're in amazing physical shape and you weigh the same... Now, now you know, we're pretty much everything's there. Comes the mind games. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much the, the mind games and knowing what the fuck you're doing. Sure. Knowing when to go for something, how to set somebody up for something, you know that that stuff. But you go but and lose some fights. I mean, it's all, hey it's man, you, you get fucking like knocked out really bad. 
Some fighters never come back from that. Some sure. fighters can't fucking ever get over that. Some fighters brush it off and come right back. We were just talking about uh, Jeremy Stevens. I just read something not too long ago about him suffering a loss and thinking about killing himself or something. Like, that's... Uh, I think it was him. I... I... I can't pinpoint sure. it, but I, I read something similar. I'm pretty, pretty sure it was Jeremy Stevens. And it probably was. But, I mean, yeah, you, you're getting your fucking head smashed in for a living. And, yeah. And when you, that's, when you go to work, unfortunately, when you have a bad day at work, you get your fucking head kicked in. And I believe that's a Donald Cerrone saying. And he, it's the truth. But and the other unfortunate thing that when you go to work and win is you have to smash somebody else's head in. So it takes a mental toll on you. I mean, this is a very extreme oh, yeah. fucking sport. I mean, this is that's why we love it, man. This is the most extreme sport on the fucking planet. Yeah, it's uh, insane. It's not like watching a basketball game, per se. <laughs> yeah, a basketball game is not uh, the same, that's for sure. But, uh... Yeah, coming up after after that is we go to the women strawweight Tisha Torres versus Weili Zhang. Not pronouncing Chinese names right, probably, but <laughs> I think you're doing well. Zhang, or it's probably it's probably Wang. I don't think it is. I don't. Z H. A N G. Chang. It's probably Chang or something. It's. This might it's, be it's like, not Zhang. I think it's I like thanks. It's thanks. probably like thanks. It looks like a thanks. In... And <laughs> her, her nickname is Magnum. We'll call her Magnum. Magnum Willie. Wiley. Wiley. And uh, obviously, Tisha Torres. Uh, very, very skilled fighter. Um, coming off of a loss to somebody. Who's coming off of a loss to? Fucking sight. Oh, yeah. Johanna Janjacek up in uh, Toronto, I believe that was. That that fight that she came back after her. Johanna got back in track there. Yeah. That's a fucking tough fight, dude. Torres is a... She's a, she's a beast. She's a very great fighter. The Tiny Tornado. I never knew that was her nickname. Yeah. She's, uh, you know, beat Andrade, who is actually going for the title. Um, against Nami Yunus. Against Nami Yunus, yep. Coming up here uh, April, I think. I don't know when that fight is. I, I, I just was watching the hype on it uh, on the uh, last Maybe it's Kane and uh, Francis Ngannou fight. No, it's in May. Uh, the, the UFC 237. Uh, yeah, so Tisha Torres and Magnum, as we will call her, because I'm not going to pronounce her last name or her first name for sure. I'm guessing Whaley, but looks like Whaley. Willie. <laughs> Willie. Magnum Willie. Yeah, this should be a pretty de decent fight. Um, obviously, Tisha Torres is... Um, just a great wrestler. Um, I believe she was all American, whatever in college. 
In like Division One women's wrestling. Yeah. Really? And uh, wow, Magnum's got a hundred percent takedown defense though. Well, so far, how many fights does she have in the UFC? Or uh, is this MMA or UFC? Uh, uh, no, she's. This fine. is MMA. Yeah, eighteen and one is her MMA yeah. record, but she's fought in the UFC. No, no, I'm just saying that hundred percent takedown defense. Oh, I yeah. highly doubt is throughout oh. all of her MMA fights. Yeah, it's probably, probably just UFC. She'd probably be fighting for a title right now. Nobody could ever take her down ever. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she fought on UFC two twenty. Oh, what, yeah, what, what's this chick, uh, Taylor? What's her first name? I can't remember. She was a fucking prison guard, dude. Yeah. And that chick's a beast. This chick beat her? Why can't I get that? Magnum beat her? Yes. Wow. Dude, that, yeah, that Taylor chick is a fucking animal. I for sure had to have watched that fight, but I just, I watch a lot of fights and I remember everything. Yeah, it's and a, I drink a lot yeah. when I'm watching fights. So there are a lot of fights to remember. <laughs> I know some people. That, I know people that remember, like you talk about a fight, and they're, or even just talk about like the possibility of a um, certain combination happening, and they're like, "Oh, like it happened with uh, blah blah blah." Right. Blah. It's what? How, in the early prelims of UFC. 24 you know yeah. like when, when that happened oh yeah exactly that's what i was just kind of wondering about and how the photographic hell? memories or you know and For not certain it, things it doesn't even have to be photographic memory yeah, but just some people have way better memories than others yeah. and i don't have a good memory i have a fairly good memory for a lot of things wow Ben Askren doesn't even have a record on their website. <laughs> well, so yeah, it's obviously that. Yeah, like we were just talking about, it's obviously an MMA. Well, well no. never, never mind, never mind. Okay, never mind. Wrong, wrong fucking statement, Jeremy. <laughs> if it were UFC, Dana White doesn't like him. He, he, he If it were a UFC website, he would have a fucking record, or he would not have a record. But you no, know, this is an MMA record thing, and and Ben Askren <laughs> literally doesn't even come up on this website. Right, so Led to his last fight, not fucking didn't even fight anyone. Funky Ben Askren takes on ruthless Robbie. Never Lawler. fought anyone before, so this is, should be interesting fighting Robbie Lawler. Ben Askren is obviously he's undefeated. He was a Bellator champion, one champion. Um, he, he likes to talk about how, how Dana White just never. doesn't like him. And Dana White did once say that Ben Askren would never fight in the UFC, I believe. The only reason <laughs> that he's even in the UFC, and I shouldn't say the only reason, but as far as the Dana White thing, the only reason that Ben Askren is in, in the UFC is because he got an offer to trade Demetrius Johnson, who's literally, I think, probably the most decorated and uh, best fighter, if not one of the best fighters in the UFC. But he's a fucking boring, and he didn't sell fights ever. Yeah. I mean, he just couldn't sell fights because he's just so boring, and he kicked everybody's ass. He yeah. loses one fight to Henry Cejudo, and Dana White trades him in the very first fucking trade. The, the thing is, is he will sell fights in one because those... The little guys are, yeah. are great fighters. Great, yeah. And, but, he might and, lose fights in one, actually. I bet 
Well, I, I shouldn't say I'm, I'm just going to say that this fight against Robbie Lawler isn't even the fucking main event. It isn't the main event. It ain't the co-main event, but it's the, like, I guess the co-co-main event. It would be the third fucking fight towards the end. And Askren's probably getting more attention than Demetrius Johnson got in most of his title fights just because people mostly thought, like, yeah. like he wasn't fun to watch. He just killed everyone right away. He was done. And, but it wasn't exciting killing people it was just like boring I don't know Demetrius Johnson was fucking boring if, if you want a fun Twiller Twiller Twitter follow Twiller uh, hey we ben, ben, you should copyright that shit <laughs> Twitter <laughs> follow should be called Twiller. a Twiller if you want a fun Twiller <laughs> yeah a good Twiller is uh, Ben Askren he is always talking shit but it's always funny as hell uh you got um Kamaru Usman, who he's been talking a lot of shit to. Of course, he's uh, Ben Askren is uh, training partners with Tyron Woodley, who will be in the next fight. Uh, but I, I suppose we should we should actually talk about this as a fight. Oh, it doesn't not matter. Just, I think we got time. Yeah, not we're, just we're um, him being having no record at all, <laughs> or having his last fight, whether it's a win or a loss. Maybe I, this might be a conspiracy that Robbie Lawler made up, so he could look at this page <laughs> and be like, "This fucking bitch has never fought anyone ever. I'm for sure gonna it's, kill him." He, he's got 33 percent of his his wins are by knockout and TKO, <laughs> but he's got no record. So 33 percent of nothing. Is, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> 30 33 percent of nothing. His wins have all come. They're not, and, and he he is undefeated. So, average fight time zero seconds. Damn, Plus, that's quick. See, <laughs> he, he, if he pulls that off on this fight, it's going to be a fucking new record in the UFC. Everybody has forfeited to him. <laughs> Knocked everybody at, out at the touch of gloves. They drop. <laughs> everybody, not point one second. He's got, yeah, they've got. Well, a lot of yeah, a lot of these statistics are just statistics that the UFC has for these fighters from their UFC careers, but somebody's sleeping on their fucking job, dude. Average fight time, you could probably figure they could they could probably have figured out. They could have figured Over all his of it out. Twenty-two wins or something like I can't. Yeah, I should probably actually check what he has so we can see his actual record. I know he's undefeated, and it's like twenty something. Is it 20s? Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't think it was that much. I thought it was like 14 an hour or something. Look it up, though. We we need to figure this out now. Oh, 19. 19. Well, yeah. Oh, no. 18 wins. One no contest. That's what it is. And the no contest is probably like he kicked somebody in the nuts by accident or something, but... Or vice versa. Yeah, I don't you know. know what it was. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He's fucking undefeated. He is definitely. The whole thing about this Ben Askren thing. So we're, we obviously we're just talking about the big trade, which is the very first uh, promotion to promotion trade of fighters fucking ever. We were actually at work, and I looked at my phone at break, or I wasn't even at break. I just looked at my phone and told Josh, and he's like, "Yeah, fucking right." That you know, yeah. like it's all—it's an unbelievable thing. What kind of there's a trade? What? Yeah, like that didn't—that doesn't happen ever. And then uh, he comes in, and like Ben Askren's like 
talking a lot of shit, dude. He's like calling out everybody, but kind of in a smoother way. He's not like going at it like Colby Covington ish or like McGregor. Yeah. He's just like kind of fucking with everyone. And it's a smart money play on his deal because he got a fucking big fight right away, dude. This is his first fight in the UFC. He's fucking, he's fighting Robbie Lawler, who is a UFC veteran. And I'm not talking a veteran. That's like just hung around. Robbie Lawler has been consistently winning huge fights his entire career. And when he knocks somebody out, dude, he fucking knocks them out. He, he will take your head off. He can, he can fight on the ground. He can do anything he wants. Robbie Lawler's a fucking beast. So Ben Askren's going to have his hands full. But the whole debate about this is that Ben Askren is such an awesome wrestler. But we've never seen him fight anyone the caliber of Robbie Lawler. So this is this is going to be his test. And he might make fools out of everyone for all I know. I have no idea what's going to happen in this fight. But... He also might just get fucking waxed in 30 seconds. And I, I mean, I, just, I literally have no idea how to judge this fight because I, I, I've only seen Robbie Lawler fight big time names and Robbie Lawler comes through. And if he doesn't beat the guy, he's had some of the bloodiest fights I've ever seen. He, he, he's very hard to knock out. So fuck, it's going to it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um Coming off of a decision loss to Rafael de Sanjos uh, is Robbie Lawler, uh, which, if I'm again with uh, me with the um, UFC's website, this the internet's fucking you, Josh. Is what's going on? Shit. The internet is doing this to uh, But yeah, he, he uh, and then he um, before that he beat Cerrone. Uh, that was when Soroni was still at welterweight. And that's Not a that Soroni huge fight. Yeah, that, that is I mean, a that's huge a fight. huge win. And that was a decision as well. Uh, he was knocked out in the first round by Tyron Woodley to lose his belt. That happens. Tyron Woodley is still the reigning fucking champion. That he is. Tyron Woodley is... On the next fight, I believe, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. With Kamaru Usman, the Nigerian nightmare. The chosen one, Tyron Woodley, de- goes for a title defense of... How many defenses does he have? Let's it's a lot. I think it's this longest standing, isn't it? Let's see if they tell us that. Four title defenses. Well, it's probably the longest standing because he didn't defend it for. Oh, but, well, yeah, true that. And they and they and they did a they did one uh they've done one interim belt and he never fought the interim champion. Right, <laughs> Colby Covington. It's fucking so stupid. Uh, I hate those interim things. I I hate the interim yeah, championships. Yeah, he, he had two I fights against hate Woodley or Woodley against Thompson in a row that <sighs> both boring. As well, those were the worst fights that I've ever seen. I fucking hated those fights. And I was going for Thompson in both of them, but and before that was when he, matter. he won the the belt. So two two title defenses against against Thompson of his four. Other than that, Damian Maya, he won a decision against Damian Maya, and submitted Till. But he did well against Maya. Um, I th- I think it's safe to say that 
Well, what was that? A year and a half? Year, Didn't about a year ago? A year and a half ago? He, he, he is better than, than... Which fight? The till fight. Oh. Did, did that make us think that he is higher up than he... Or not higher up, but... Um, like, did he win the fight or did Till lose the fight sort of thing? Yeah. Like, is, is he better or is Till just not as good as we thought he was? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Um, with, with the Maya fight and, and both the Thompson fights, I mean, the Maya fight it was better than Thompson fights. But, but it wasn't that good. It wasn't that And Maya good. wasn't necessarily, I mean, that was only a year and a half ago or something, a year ago. And Maya, correct me if I'm wrong, is out of his fucking prime by this point, you know, by oh, the yeah. time they fought. So it's not like he was fighting a 29, 30-year-old Damian Maya. I just wonder if, if, if Darren Till made Tyron Woodley look, look more superhuman than he... I mean, he's obviously he's an amazing fighter. Sure. He, but I get exactly what you're saying. I, get, I, I totally get what you're saying, and it's a fucking great question, and I've never actually thought about it until right now. Did he because Darren Till, look? when Darren Till came into that fight... I thought Darren, Darren Till was maybe gonna win that fight. I I, I, I gave he was him a put up a fight, a good fight. I thought he was. I thought he was gonna. I. I thought it was. Gonna I thought be, he was gonna actually, go after him. Yeah, and, I thought it was gonna be one of those Tyron Woodley was gonna have to you know figure him out type yeah. fights if he if he was gonna win. But he didn't. He just went in there and he dominated the entire he, fight, which is the fucking, him. which it's so weird. Yeah, that's just such a great question because. Woodley went into that fight and made Darren Till look like he'd never fought in the big leagues before. He really did. He put on a yeah. clinic. And Darren Till, fuck man, up to that fight, he was destroying everyone. And he's cocky. And he's calling people out. And he's exciting. But, dude, yeah, he had no chance. He'll probably never fight Tyron Woodley again unless Woodley gets too old or something and it's like if you, i don't know like he'll darren till will probably never fight him again but i don't think he wants to fight him again i think yeah. he just woodley picked him apart easily had his number so now what's going to happen in this fight with usman yeah kamaru usman is uh what he came in and to to help people with their wrestling for what was it ultimate fighter um, man, I just oh, he, he came in and helped with one of the, one of the one of the those, and that's where basically he was started his MMA career. Basically, where they were looking at him. Coach, what's that? Oh no, that, not, not as as an ultimate fighter. He was just he just came in to help coach. No, no, no. That that's that's what I meant though. Yeah. That that's where they started looking at him because they're like, dude, this fucking yeah. guy's badass. And that's where he, you know, he started like showing his shit off a little bit yeah. to to the the powers that be. Then, that's then how they, he got they, in. They figured him out and got his got him into the Ultimate Fighter when uh, American Top Team versus the Black, Black Zillions tournament, and he won that. Dude, uh, Usman's a fucking animal. He he is he something is, else, dude. dude he is an, an amazing fighter. If there's somebody that's gonna take Woodley out, I give Usman at least. A half-ass decent shot. I give him a. I give him a twenty-five percent chance of winning this fight, and I think that's maybe a little high, but 
I, I, I think that's fair, actually. No, I give him a 25% chance of winning this fight. I have yeah. no idea what the odds are. I haven't looked at any of the Vegas books, so I'm not talking out of my ass. I'm just saying what I think. Yeah, I, let's see. He's... He's, uh, f- what is he, 14-0 and 0 or something like that? 14-1, and 1, I mean. Yes, the one loss way back, second fight of his career. Um... But yeah, look at it. Look at his his record here. Um, uh, that's the Ultimate Fighter, Hader Hassan, Leon Edwards, Alexander Yakovlev, uh, Warley Alves, Sean Strickland, Sergio Marias, Emma Weber, Meek, Damian Maya, Rafael dos Santos. That's fucking. Talk about, There's a few big names in yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, and they, he didn't. He didn't just uh, start out with somebody easy either. He, he fucking started off with Leon Edwards, right? Who's fucking amazing. Uh, I believe he's ranked number nine or somewhere around there. And uh, no, he's come in very confident, and he almost. Well, I don't know. That's a tough thing to say. I was going to say, he almost reminds me of Tyron Woodley in, like, the way he carries himself, but not really, I guess. Well, ki- kind of, Kinda, kind yeah. of. I mean, he, he's very confident, and he, he's, like, he's so confident that he almost comes across as arrogant, and I guess that's where I was tying the two together. Um, and it's not arrogance. I, I don't think it is. I don't think either of them, these guys are arrogant, but they're, they're that confident that they come across as arrogant, and that can be a fucking beautiful thing for your career in the world of fighting. I mean, it, it can be your downfall too, but more often than not, when you come in with that supreme confidence, you're going to do well in this sport. Yeah, the weird thing to me is Usman, as an amazing wrestler, has been more of a, a guy that likes to stand and trade. So uh, until well, you never know. I mean, could be, some of the old ex- tricks comes out. Tricks come out of the book. Uh, it, it could be an exciting fight. Because let's not kid ourselves. This is. is a fucking. This is a must-win fight for both of these guys. I mean, Usman, dude, if he wins this fight, what this is going to do for his career? It's going to fucking catapult this guy. I mean, yeah, he's. he's it's going to be a whole new ball game because he's not going to have to probably fight Woodley right away. Uh, I guess I don't know that for sure, but I don't think he would have to fight. A a decision, split decision. Or a really good brawl. Yeah. Or even even a close decision that's unanimous. But if he lays an ass whooping on Woodley, he's not going to have to see him again. And I think that's a good thing for Usman is if he can fight some other guys. Now, don't get me wrong. It's a good division. But it's been Woodley's fucking world in that division for quite some time now. Not that yeah. he's fought a lot, but like you said earlier, he's been a long-standing champion, but he's only fought, uh, what, five times? He fought champion and then defended it four times. So it hasn't been forever, but it seems like forever that Tyron Woodley's been the king. Yeah, the thing with the, these guys that have these, I mean, I'm not going to say, I, I'll, I'll say meteoric rise, but, I mean, yeah, obviously it's been... A number of years, but um, in the UFC, a meteoric rise can take <laughs> a number of years. Being you only fight maybe two, three times a year, four is like probably the highest most people fight. The, you know, the 
Yeah, but yeah, if if you're fighting at some championship people, some people caliber, might fight five, but yeah, say say you you fight two to three times a year usually. Uh, it takes quite a few years to get that meteoric rise yeah. in, in the UFC, and that's I would say Kamaru Usman has a meteoric rise in in the way that he's gone through these opponents, basically moving his way up, and constantly. You're here. You got this shot, basically. This is a big fight. This is it's, a huge it's, fight. It's the biggest fight of your life. This is it's, also the biggest fight of Tyron Woodley's fight at at this point at, in his yeah. life. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win this fight? And how do you think it's going to go? I think... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. have any answers either. So I was asking you. I thought you were gonna. If we see Tyron Woodley out of di- uh, the Tyron Woodley we just seen, that fought Darren Till. Tyron Woodley will win this fight. If we see the Tyron Woodley that did not before Darren Till that fought either Damian Maya uh, or or if we, uh, definitely if we see the one that fought Stephen Thompson for sure, Usman's gonna Usman win this wins fight. this fight. Um, but unless we somehow see some sort of weird Usman. That doesn't decide to pressure like Stephen Thompson did, because he didn't really pressure him enough. Stephen Thompson he, handed those he, fights he blew away. That fight. I think both of them. I think Woodley was handing him the fight and he blew it. Basically, sure. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I totally agree. And, uh, I don't see Woodley handing Usman the fight. I see this as being a fight that Woodley knows he's going to have to take it, take the fight to him. So I think I, I think Woodley probably retains, but. You never know with Woodley right to me right now. If if you get that weak, I just I game, have the, game game planning guy. Right. Throw the game. Plan you need the fighter. You problems. need the fighter. You don't need the fucking thinker in this fight. I mean, obviously you can't be stupid about yeah, it. But, but you need the guy. The you need the Tyron Woodley fighter to show up, not the goddamn Tyron Woodley no like coach. No point fighting. If he's no point fighting, fighting. He's, he's gonna lose. I think. I just. I, I've I've had a feeling about this fight. Um, I I like Kamaru Usman and I want him to win this fight. But I just I, I have a feeling, and maybe it's just me piggyback piggybacking off of the uh, Darren Till fight where Woodley looked just such so much better than Darren Till. He looked I just like a feel for pound best. I just yes, he did. I, I just feel like. I think Tyron Woodley is going to show up and give us the real Tyron Woodley, like 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 the best Tyron Woodley that we've ever seen. And I think he's going to maybe finish this fight. I think he's probably going to finish this fight. Um, if he doesn't finish this fight, I know this is a wishy-washy way to be about it. It's kind of a bitch way to fucking pick fights. If he if he doesn't stick it to Usman. Usman's probably going to find a way to finish him. I, I, for whatever reason, I, 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 think, I don't think it's going to go to a decision. And that's probably the best odds. I mean, the, the Vegas odds are probably this fight goes to a decision, I would assume. I don't know. But um, I'm going with Woodley second round. No, I'm going with Woody, Woodley third round knockout. That's what I'm probably thinking is around there, third round. Um, yeah, knockout, obviously. Um, I don't see him submitting Usman. I don't see him even trying to wrestle with him. I see him just keeping it on the feet. Keep the feet on the fight. 
Josh's favorite thing. So, and that's copy, copyrighted as well. <laughs> FN MMA, uh, care of Josh Lennis owns that. But uh, I guess the ultimate thing to me would be to get the Tyron Woodley that we saw in the Darren Till fight and Usman win the fight. Fucking A. Because that means we had a hell of a fucking fight. I totally agree. <laughs> I hope that's how it does go down. Like, and, and then that also... Like even, even if it goes to a decision... That means we had a hell of a fucking fight. And it also means that we have a new king. There's a new sheriff in fucking town. Because if, if that happens, that means that Usman has stepped his fucking game up to such a high level that he ain't going anywhere for a while. You know, uh, that doesn't mean he's not going to get beat in his next fight, but it's, he would, that means he will be a top-tier fighter for a very long time. What I think we could have here is the... Po- I think this fight right here has the possibility of an automatic rematch no matter which way it goes. Very possible. It's the possibility. These two fighters. If it's such a good matchup. If it goes that way or not, it it should be an exciting exciting fight. And, I mean, especially if it goes to a decision, I think think there's a good chance that it's uh, an automatic. I'm gonna lean way. I'm, I'm gonna lead more towards if Usman wins, then it's a automatic rematch. I guess I don't know. I mean, if Woodley if, it's, if it's Woodley not, wins, it's, it's a, a fucking yeah. Swept under the rug quickly. Like, hey, are you done? <laughs> well, I don't know. Knock I mean, your ass out in 15 seconds. What if he makes Usman look like he doesn't belong in the fucking top 10? You know, I, yeah, I mean, then, I don't know. Then, then he doesn't get one. But I, I just think this—it has the potential. It's a good. This is a great. It's going to be a great fight. It's, it, oh, I think it will be too. But I think it has the potential to be like one of those fight of the year candidates. That'd be fucking awesome. I honestly think. I this hope this whole card goes has through. has some potential as well. Uh, maybe more as a shock of the year, but not not really to me. I mean, yeah, the odds are huge. Against Anthony Lionheart Smith, against the Johnny Bones Jones, Johnny Pico Pico Graham Jones Bones. Pico Graham's a self doubt for for breakfast. So, yeah, I don't know. Not a whole lot of doubt there, but I know I know I know I know. There isn't there isn't a lot of doubt in Anthony Smith. And and I've I've loved that about him heading into this fight, <laughs> and I thought maybe there was a chance, but I've seen John because John Jones looks like looked like he was just like ah this is no big deal this is just you know whatever. But he kind looks, of. He, he he didn't look like he was confident necessarily. He just looked like he wasn't didn't care for a, for a while there for like probably a month. The fact. Past few days in the stuff that I've seen in the past few from the past week or so from the USC embedded and all that stuff, you can see the confidence is there, mm-hmm. and there's no doubt that in my mind that John Jones is going to defend this. Mm-hmm. As much as I'd love to put money on Anthony Smith, I'm glad North Dakota doesn't have betting here because <laughs> I would probably lose that money. You went okay, but I didn't. I thought you had a shred of I'd, doubt. 
Oh, I, 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 uh, oh, I definitely. If the, the punchers, it's fighting. If if we had, if we had, <laughs> it's not. Ho- I mean, seven to one odds. Holly Home run six to one it. odds. I would put a hundred dollars on Anthony Smith right now, but we don't have that, so I'm probably being saved by that because I mean, it's fourteen to one right now, or it was last night, right? Yeah, I don't know. The UFC doesn't give me the odds. Gotta, yeah, it was like four. Do I heard for for I, sure? I heard yeah. it was fourteen to one, and that was like yesterday or maybe the day before. So, I mean, fourteen to one odds. It's fucking put a hundred bucks up, and you either lose your hundred bucks or you win fourteen hundred bucks plus your money back. And the whole thing about it is, it's one of these fights that. John Jones is as supremely confident as he's ever been. He's not taking this fight lightly. He's he he is training as hard as he's ever trained. He wants his he he wants his fans back, you know, and, and he's got he's got a lot of his fans back. I think he's probably got most of them back. And he's got me back. Um I I don't think he's I definitely don't think he's taking Anthony Smith lightly, but Anthony Smith is very confident that he's going to, he, he says that he's knocking John Jones out. Well, we've all heard that before. And what happens to every single person that fights John Jones, they get fucking slaughtered. Yeah. I just saw the odds there. It was minus eight fifty and plus five fifty or five seventy five minus eight fifty, meaning John Jones is a, is the minus eight fifty favorite. Um, Anthony Smith would be a plus five seventy five. Plus six seventy. Depends on where you're at. Be, depends, yeah. But as of up to up to plus six seventy. The only reason the odds are like that is because um, it was fourteen to one, literally just yesterday, the day before. But um, what oh, happens? Yeah, what money, what happens is coming in. What happens is yeah, when when you have fourteen to one odds, Period. guys like me and Josh drop a hundred bucks. We drop a hundred bucks. No, no big deal. Because fuck it. Fourteen hundred is nice to get. You lose a hundred bucks, right? Or you could win fourteen hundred because in fighting things happen, and we all know this. Um, you know, when Ronda Rousey lost to uh, Holly Holm, Ronda Rousey, I think. I okay. So the difference between that fight and this fight, I think the closing. It was the closing bet was Ronda Rousey was a minus eleven hundred favorite to win that fight. So if you bet a hundred bucks, you win eleven hundred dollars in your money back. So that well, was even bigger. On Rousey, that'd be eleven hundred. To win a hundred, right, right, right. Is that? Yeah. No, that's not what I said. No. She was. She was the minus. Yeah. The plus, my, minus. She was a minus. Was minus eleven hundred favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Holly Holm was like a plus like eight something. Or something. Sure. So a hundred bucks wins you eight hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Holly Holm, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I see what you mean. Was, uh, you have to go with the favorite as well. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. So yeah. I was, was trying to make it sound cooler. Insane but, odds. I mean. Obviously, if you get 14 to 1 odds on this, that would be fucking probably some of the best odds that you could probably get. See, the whole thing that I was getting at before um, I started started getting off track is that stylistically, Anthony Smith has... He has no weapons that John Jones hasn't seen before. He is tall. He is lanky. But he's not quite as long as Jones. No. Um, I'm not sure what the reach is. Oh, I guess we can look at it right now. <laughs> There's nobody. 84 and a half inch reach 76. for. 
John Jones, 76 for Smith. I mean, he just – this is nothing John Jones hasn't seen before. I always gave um, Alexander Gustafson the best – Chance, I mean, in the past, obviously, and uh, that didn't pan out for him. Um, there just simply is nobody in the light heavyweight division that can beat John Jones, including Daniel Cormier, and he's proven that. Um, so I think we've both said who we think wins this fight. I mean, this is if John Jones loses this, it's going to be huge, but I think this is a definite automatic rematch if John Jones loses to Anthony Smith, but if he gets caught, oh, yeah. sorry, I mean, it's an automatic rematch, and he's going to retake, reclaim his title, so. 31 and 13, Anthony Smith. I mean, it's a lot of fights, but it's not that good of a record. You're winning 66% of your fights. Yeah. You know, and not, I mean, not even close to, what's his UFC record? I have no idea, but he, he doesn't have even close to that many fights in the UFC, obviously. Nobody fights 50 fights in the UFC. But, uh, so. He's only been in the UFC since 2016. Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying. His losses are to Cesar Ferreira and Thiago Santos. Santos, yeah. But, I mean,. That's a lot of fights. Don't get me wrong, but how many fights did John Jones left? None. <laughs> Ever. Technically one, but well, he didn't actually lose that. It's fight. not a Is anybody, yeah. disqualification, and yeah. it was some weak sauce anyway. I mean, John Jones never lost a fuck fight to anybody, including, well, I don't know if that's including his brothers who are NFL football players or not. They probably maybe beat him up. Is he the baby of that family? I think he is. is, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like his brothers grew up to be NFL football players. I think one of them didn't. How many? Is there three brothers or four? I think. I think three. Three, and two of them are either in the NFL. NFL players and John Jones. And then (laughs) he was the baby, so like he thought he had to be more badass than an NFL football player. So he just became, you know. Over, I'd like to say overnight because that's what it seemed like. Obviously not overnight, but the light heavyweight champion in the world, and nobody's ever been able to beat him. All right, I'm officially rooting for Anthony Lionheart Smith. He fought in Fargo. Where? <laughs> Maybe we saw him. We might have. I probably did and don't even know it. Way back. Um, the Shields are in there? 2010. Oh, Crowbar, Crowbar MMA, Fall Brawl. That would have... The fall Probably. brawl crowbar. That wasn't at Shields Arena. Shields Arena wasn't even built yet. It was at Playmakers, dude. I believe I might have been at that. He lost to Jesse Forbes. That was at Playmakers, I bet. I think Joel Castro was fighting there. I'm pretty sure. Not in 2010. No? No. No. 2010, it probably was at Shields Arena, actually. Was that even built then? I think so. Fuck. I'm getting old. Yeah, we are old. Um, Do you know, I suppose that's only nine years ago. Yeah, it's, it was probably brand new. Yeah, broke ground 2007, open 2008. Wow. Yeah, we're old. Old as shit. I bet that fight was at the Shields Arena. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he fought at Shields Arena, fought in East Grand Forks as well. So now Josh's money is on Anthony Smith because he <laughs> fought in fucking North Well, Park. my money would have been on him because he's a long <laughs> shot. <laughs> now I'm just rooting for him. 
Although I was somewhat rooting for him anyways, but I mean... You have to root for somebody to take out the fucking king, man. You always, I mean... Sometimes, yeah. Even, even if you the like time. the king. Absol- <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I agree, and, and I do... I, do. I like John Jones. I think that I do it all the time. a great fighter, but I think it'd be fun to see somebody new up there and John Jones have to be the challenger again for once. Yeah. For long, I mean... What are we? What are? What are we going with? How long is Anthony Smith going to survive? Are we talking five minutes, ten, fifteen, twenty, or twenty-five? Second round. Uh, seven, eight minutes. I'm, I'm, well, yeah, second round. I, I think John Jones will figure, figure it out by then. I'm going to say John Jones three minutes and thirty-five seconds first round, and I think he's. I think he's going to batter Anthony Smith up. I think it's going to be violent, and I think it's going to be horrific if the judge doesn't stop it on time. So I'm going 335. I wish I could bet on that. I'd put five bucks <laughs> on that in Vegas. Give me some odds. Give me some odds on the exact time. <laughs> five bucks is worth it. Yeah. So what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen after John Jones wins this? He can't, he can't keep fighting at light heavyweight. After There's John Jones, nobody left. If, if John Jones wins this, yeah, I think is there is there an upcoming light heavyweight? Thiago Santos, I guess. Yeah. He he did come up to light heavyweight and is. Uh, what's he? No, did he move? He moved up to heavyweight, didn't he? Is that what he's fighting at now? No, I don't know. He's not going to be John Jones at light heavyweight or heavyweight, I don't think. No, he's fighting at light heavyweight. He, well, he just beat... He just fought. Blachowicz, yeah, Blachowicz. Which was a fucking great fight. Um, I mean, I guess that's probably him. That's probably his next... Next fight, I don't think he's fought uh, fought Jones yet. So, I mean, somebody's blowing your ass up. My phone. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, there's there's not really a light heavyweight that's coming up. Johnny Walker. I mean, that's the light heavyweight coming up. Yeah. He's not Two fight fights him. into his career, but uh, if he beats Misha, uh, it's only a little, little step up. He's going to have – if he beats Misha, he'll get a top ten. If he beats a top ten, he'll get a top five. But at that time, John Jones, I don't think, is going to be a light heavyweight anymore. Three fights away. Three fights away, John Jones. I don't know if John Jones is ever going to fight at light heavyweight again after this fight. I, I mean, if he does, I think he's probably going to fight think, at heavyweight next, don't I you? Think, I think he's going to fight Thiago Santos next. Really? If, if uh, he beats Anthony Smith. God, he's going to kill him, I think. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's just so many fights to, they can fucking make, and it just gets... What is it? He wants to fight four times this year? Is Jones that, said that? Yes. Wow. Well, if that's, if that's the case, I give him one more fight at light heavyweight before to, he moves up. To his... For his fans, he said he wants to make up for all this time that he's been off. And he fucking should. This he should. And and I agree with him, and I hope he does. Because I love watching him fight. So if he, if he fights four times this year, 
I wouldn't. I I wouldn't bet. I mean, he already fought once. This will be his second. So. Wow. Yeah. I, I guess mean, he's on pace. If he fights two more times this year, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're both at light heavyweight because I mean he's not gonna. I think he's gonna pursue. He's not gonna get like big and bulky or anything, you know. Well, he might if he goes up to heavyweight. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah, if he, if he decides to. If he decides to. But if he doesn't, I don't think he's gonna get all. You know. Well, like no. He said it was easy cutting weight for this because he pretty much is coming off of another fight camp, practically. Yeah. No, I mean for sure. He, but he's gonna have to make the decision. He's not gonna bulk up and then come back down. No, absolutely not. If you, He's going to make the decision. He probably has already made the decision if he's going to stay at light heavyweight or move up to heavyweight because I think if I think, he... Think if he, moving up to heavyweight depends on who he, who he gets. Right, but he's probably got his eyes on somebody, and I think I, I think he <laughs> knows... has their eyes on him fighting somebody I think in that heavyweight division, I think. But I think that him and Dana have probably talked, and... They have an idea of who he would be fighting and why he would be fighting then. If, and I'm just, this is total speculation. I, don't, I have no idea who it, who it would be. I, I mean, there's some guys I could name, but um, I don't, I think they already kind of have it figured out if they're going to go after that. Because Dan, he doesn't want, like you said, he's not going to bulk up and then ask Dana White for a fight, and then Dana would be like, well, no, you're still fighting at light heavyweight, and then have to go back down. Yeah. But, and he's going to have to immediately start bulking up if he's going to be fighting heavyweight. So, he, if he's going to be fighting, let's say, I don't think he does really. Brock Lesnar, yeah, he's going to have to bulk bit. up. A bit. A bit. Compared to what he, I mean, what he would normally walk around at. What does he walk around at, 245 or something? Probably, 240? Pre- probably pretty close to there. Cuts a lot of weight to make light heavyweight. That's a big cut. But he's such a consummate professional athlete. Like, he's supreme. Like, I mean, that, that's the biggest weight cut that you've ever heard of, and he makes it easy every time. You don't hear of these one, you don't, I mean, there's a lot of guys that walk around at 175 and cut weight down to 155, you know, or maybe in extreme circumstances, 145, but... Cutting 145 down to 105, or, or I'm sorry, 245 down to 205, that's a fucking big deal. But he's so good, and he's so, I mean, he's just great at everything he does. I think he's going to want to be 250 if he's going to be fighting a guy like Cormier at heavyweight, or especially Lesnar, just because Lesnar's so big and dumb, or Cain Velasquez. Um, Cain Velasquez is probably the fight that I would want to see. Uh, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, That's just because he's so yeah, skilled, he yeah, he could kind of match his skill set. Yeah, like we were talking, we were talking about this earlier today about who 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 is there to, for him to fight in, in in when he moves up. Who would you like to see him fight? Obviously, I'd like to see him fight Daniel Cormier. That's the one I want. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I, like I told you then earlier today, I I think Daniel Cormier is actually done, like retired. I don't think he's got any fights left in him. And he might not. I, I but, think, but I, I think the I think I think he w- will come back for for a Brock Lesnar. He will come if Brock Lesnar makes it. I don't want to. But I don't think Brock Lesnar's going to come back anytime soon. Um, but Cormier's. If he retires, it's going to be large in part to 
John Jones probably wanting to come up to heavyweight and take his belt. And Cormier doesn't want... I just don't think Cormier wants Jones. And I fucking... I want Cormier to want John Jones at heavyweight. That's what I want. Yeah. Because I want to fucking see it. Hey, John Jones is... His, his, uh, they, had a, they had a very good fight, their first fight. Uh, John Jones caught him. The fuck kick. The second fight, it knocked his ass out. Cormier didn't even know where he was at. But I, it was... I don't want to call it a lucky shot because it was probably set up and I mean Jones knew what the fuck he's doing but um, he caught him so Daniel Cormier after knocking Stipe Miocic who was quite a bit bigger than him out at heavyweight I mean he knocked his ass out cold and Stipe looked unstoppable at that time I thought Stipe was probably going to win that fight and he gets knocked out Cormier should want this fight with Jones I mean he should want it, and it would sell, dude. That'd be such a huge fight. It's really the only the only fight with John Jones that I even want to see. Is Daniel Cormier? Cain Velasquez would be the next one, I guess. Just because Cain and other than that, they're... Jones have a similar skill set. Obviously, Jones is quicker and. Maybe a little more athletic. Well, probably more athletic and quicker. But Kane can kick, and he can fight. I mean, he can fight you anywhere you want. But, like, as much as, like, you know, like this fight, Anthony Smith and John Jones, I'm going to watch it, but it's not something that I was like, oh, I want to see that. Right, and it's a main fucking event. It's going to be a good fight, I'm sure. It's, a you know, two good fighters, and they're one's clearly better than the other. It's going to be good for... Three On minutes paper, and 35 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And I'm looking at look at the entire entire light heavyweight roster, and I'm seeing nobody that I really want to see John Jones fight. I'm looking at the heavyweight roster. Well, except, I guess Daniel Cormier is technically on the light heavyweight roster, but we all know he's done there. He ain't Never fighting. coming back. Especially to fight uh, John Jones. So I look at the heavyweight roster, which Daniel Cormier is the champion. It's him... And Cain Velasquez. Do I want to see him fight Stipe Miocic? Not really. I think, uh, I think, he'd, be I think he'd be too fast for Stipe. He'd, I think be, he'd, just, be, he'd be too quick and athletic and long. He, I think he would just. I think he'd knock Stipe out. With well, Francis Ngannou, no. I, I mean, for the off chance that he knocks John Jones out with a big fucking shot. Like knocks him. Francis Ngannou is just big. That's like a Brock Lesnar type fight. It's ever Ngannou's got more I'd, I'd, knockout I'd power. Actually, I'd watch Brock Lesnar fight John Jones before I watch. Why don't we have Brock? The third, the third person that's not on this list here. I know, but it's just so big, and I fucking can't stand Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar and Francis Ngannou should fight. That's who should fight if if Brock comes back. Because they're both just gigantic fucking men. Maybe Alistair Overeem. Hey, that'd probably be a pretty good fight. Alistair's very athletic, and he's he well he he looks like the Incredible Hulk, and he's a lot quicker and a lot more athletic than people give him credit for. The only reason, yeah, I mean, he's only lost one fight lately. He's got the size of Francis Ngannou, but he's actually got some athleticism to him. And he lost to Francis, but he got caught. 
and he got caught with like the hugest he got caught with the hugest sponge that any of us have ever seen he was a fucking 260 pound man or maybe 250 or whatever the fuck he weighed at the time uh flying he was like lateral to the ground flying through it caught john jones like we'd kill i mean he'd be he'd be he'd, he'd be out (laughs) <laughs> if Francis catches you, it's over. But, I mean, he's just not that good. He's not good at setting up his punches. He's not – I mean, he isn't that – I don't want to say he's not that good. He's not that good compared to these top-tier fighters that know what's yeah. coming and know how to stay away it's from it. It's funny club. that I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'd rather see John Jones fight the guy that Francis Ngannou just dropped than watch him fight <sighs> Ngannou. I know, but Ngannou isn't – if Engano doesn't just cream someone right away, he runs out of fucking gas really oh, yeah. quick. He, he just he can't make it three minutes in a fight. Yeah. He oh. runs out of fuel. He's too big. He's too bulky. He's not conditioned well enough. Um, that's a big downfall for a lot of fighters and everyone. I mean, we all know that. If you're just too big and too bulky, it, it works to your disadvantage. And that goes back um, to the Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar fight because Brock Lesnar was tearing motherfuckers up simply because, not not only because, but of his absolute freakish size. Brock Lesnar was a fucking D1 legend wrestler. And, I mean, he's he knows his shit when it comes to wrestling and but mainly the main reason Brock Lesnar is just killing people is because he's so fucking big well wrestlers are very good at conditioning and being able to last in fights but Brock Lesnar was too big in that fight against Kane and he ran out of fucking gas real quick as soon as as Kane lasted a little bit got a couple uh, knees in to the midsection couple kicks Lesnar didn't know what to do because he was in deep water and he wasn't conditioned well enough because he's just too big. If he was smaller, he would have been conditioned way better and probably would have won that fight, but Kane just fucking wore him out very easily, very quickly. So, um... There was a lot of talk when Henry Cejudo was fighting TJ Dillashaw of it being a fight for the flyweight division. I just... Going through the the division rankings here. Got to the bottom of of them here. We got the women's strawweight, the women's flyweight, the women's bantamweight. No women's featherweight. At least before they had just Cyborg as the champ. Obviously, it's off the table. (laughs) Is is there a women's featherweight? division even anymore or i guess it, not i mean amanda nunes is up here in the bantamweight with her picture with two titles on her shoulders but and she from should what, from what i've heard she isn't gonna defend no i she didn't even say she was going to i think she said she right away wanted, she wasn't going to she just wanted to fucking beat cyborg yeah i believe cyborg asked for Immediate or for a t- for a rematch, rematch, and she basically said, "I I don't plan on I plan on going back to the bantamweight and defending my title." But I think Amanda knew this is right it, because uh, I don't think Cyborg needs a rematch. I don't think she wants one. She could say she wants one, but Nunes fucking handled her very easily, and which was weird because. Nobody's ever even fucking beaten Cyborg or got close to, but Nunes fucking destroyed her, and I don't know. It's just one of those fights. It's like a, I don't know. We've seen it happen time and time again, where a fighter gets destroyed and then they want to rematch. Well, it's like, mm, no, because we know it's going to happen again. 
Yeah, I'm wondering if we can get a featherweight then a division now without Cyborg. Because Cyborg might be done, actually. Probably. I think she might be retiring. She should. Why not? I don't know. It's a good time to retire. I know she was. Illustrious career. She was looking at going over to uh, WWE. Yeah, but but that's still retiring. But but that won't happen because uh, Ronda Rousey's still afraid of her. So, Ronda Rousey threatened to quit WWE if... She did? If they signed Cyborg. Are you kidding me? Where do you come up with this? I know that you're telling the truth, and I know that you heard this somewhere. I saw it on one of the MMA-type, you know, fight. Ronda Rousey doesn't want to be in the same fucking state as her? Jesus Christ. It's fake fucking fighting. Yeah, she... She dodged her her entire actual fighting career. Sure. And now she's trying to dodge her in her scripted fighting career. Maybe she's got to set it up. So. Yeah, maybe. Th- they're not going to let Cyborg beat Ronda Rousey in the WWE, oh, no. I don't think. I don't think so either. So I think this is being so Rousey's best interest. I don't think Cyborg would have even gone like, <coughs> to lose to Rousey either. They'd probably end up like never actually fighting. Having another dude come in and beat her? Cyborg, or I mean. they'd have it, they'd throw it, make it some sort of disqualification. Somebody interferes or some, you know, you know how they do that shit. No, I don't really, because, no, I fucking they, uh, uh, they Maybe if they pay her enough. Go. <laughs> I'll, I'll go and get beat up in the WWE if you give me, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'd probably do it for like five grand. Let Ronda Rousey fucking do a backflip off the top ropes and j- kick me through a table or something. I don't know. That'd be sweet. Do they do that? Uh, Smash tables you, on people still? To, I don't know if they still do or not. Back when I was watching it. I think they're like... When I was 10. I think they quit doing that stuff because um, little kids or something. People were actually getting hurt and fighting. I think it was more about like little kids like not necessarily that they were well probably because of the them doing it but um they wanted that pg rating or some shit like that so they can't have blood and stuff like that because little kids are fucking pussies can't watch blood and stuff like that little kids are pussies um what else has been going on we were cool little kids. I don't know. I don't know if much else has been going on. I mean, there's still been a lot going on, but like we've already said, we don't have good memories. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's been a lot of good fights though. That's for sure. Recently. So yeah. Anyways, that is uh, UFC two thirty five. And um, we'll try to get another podcast up. After. Definitely for UFC 236, because that is the interim. They, sh- they need, like, a title for UFC 235 and a half or something like that. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. That's a good idea. It's just interim titles on the on the line, so it's so that's all. It, and and it, you're right about that, and that's all it should be. But that's okay. I mean, it's okay. 
Holloway uh, versus Poirier too. That's the head. The, the head. No. That should be the main event, isn't it? Would that be the co-main event? Well, I don't know. Who the fuck else is? The other one's uh, Adesanya. Oh. Gastel. I, mean, I thought I thought the main event. No, nope, you're to be the you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. But but they're calling it Holloway versus Holloway Poirier two though is probably the bigger fight. I would I would think I don't know, whatever. I guess yeah. it doesn't matter. What it's co-main event or it's main event and co-main event. So yeah, they're well they're both title fights. So. Whatever it may be, interim title fight. It's just the bigger fight. I think the Poirier Holloway. I don't know. It's a big fight. But uh, no, it looks like it's gonna get a little nicer this, this next week. So we could actually be at our day jobs, and maybe we can get together in, in the next week or two and uh, give another podcast. Let's see. Let's see what's coming up. Actually, there should be a. There's always fights. Always fights. Uh, just oh, we didn't talk about the goat. The goat has been released. What are you talking about? The goat, man. There's you a lot of goats. Goat. Artem Lobov, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's not the goat, and he never was at anything. Oh, yeah, we got uh, Derek Lewis, and, you know, my balls is hot. Versus Dos Santos. Junior Dos Santos is coming back. Chris mm-hmm. Blender. Derek, Derek Lewis is going nanny. Big Ben Rothel. Rothwell. Rothwell's fighting? Oh, wow. Dober. Benil Sergio Marais. That's a pretty good card. Maurice Green. There will be some really Fargo good fights. Fargo right there. Maurice Green from Fargo. There's going to be from, some fun fights on that. Not from Fargo, but he trains in Fargo. With Tim Johnson. Who's now in Bellator. He just fought the other night, didn't he? Tim Johnson. Did he? Uh, Again? Oh, uh, no, I don't, I, I'm just asking. Oh, I don't think so. I thought... I think, he, I think he, his last fight is still Czech Congo. His loss to Czech Congo. Okay, so he, he then he's fighting coming up here, I think. I just I just saw oh. his name on a card, so I didn't... That's uh, all I was... Yeah. Could be. So, yeah, we'll get to that. Hopefully we uh, don't have to freeze our balls off too much. Oh, there's going to be some balls freezing. Well, definitely. (laughs) Anyways, this has been F and MMA. I've been Josh Linus. He has been... Jeremy Morris. Peace. Latest.